This is Chris Gardner of the Houston Round Bar View, speaking with head coach of TSU men's basketball, Johnny Jones. How does that sound? Are you used to that yet? Oh, absolutely. And uh, from day one, I've uh, really, uh, been really thrilled and excited um, about everything that's going around, uh, going on uh, around here in the uh, program and actually uh, the department as a whole. Uh, so uh, it didn't take me uh, very long to get used to it and uh, certainly excited about the sound of it. Has You took over how long ago? Uh, July 1st. That was my first day um, on the job, and uh, we've had a very exciting and encouraging uh, month of uh, July, and it gave us an opportunity to get on the road recruiting, uh, which is uh, really the lifeline uh, of our program. And so we had to hit the ground really running. And uh, one had to uh, put together staff uh, pretty quick and uh, didn't want to work hastily, uh, but wanted to make sure that we uh, had a staff that we were able to put together that was going to represent the program. And uh, this is a championship-style program, and we wanted to take our time and uh, put together what we would consider a championship-style uh, staff that would uh, complement these young men and, and the uh, people who are supporting it. Who, who are the uh, members of your coaching staff? Uh, Randy Peel, um, it would be, uh, I guess, the uh, veteran assistant uh, on the staff, and he's uh, held um, head coaching positions uh, before. It uh, one of the schools is Winthrop, uh, but his last job was assistant coach at Tennessee State. Uh, university been the associate head coach uh, there and has done a tremendous job uh, everywhere he's been and uh, have taken teams of his own uh, to NCAA tournaments and have assisted um, uh, other programs in getting to the NCAA tournament in his role as an associate uh, coach. Sharon Chapman, uh, who was here a year ago, uh, serving in the capacity as an assistant coach to Coach Davis, was able to keep him around. Sharon actually played um, came to Coach Davis from UMass, uh, and he was an assistant there and had worked for quite some time. Uh, but he played for me uh, when I was the head coach at um, Memphis for a year, working on the interim uh, basis there as a head coach. And then he worked uh, as a student assistant for John Calipari at the University of Memphis when he finished up. So we're excited uh, to have him around. And then Kenneth Mangrum, who played for me at um uh, University of North Texas, uh, but Kenneth also have served in the capacity of assistant coach at Sam Houston State in uh, this past year. He was at the University of Texas at Arlington um, there and uh, been on a, a part of really good programs. And so we're excited uh, to have uh, that working group and environment of guys here and those guys that were able to go on the road and uh, see some really good talent. Uh, in July, and we're great evaluators and have done a tremendous job of communicating, and not only communicating afterwards, but getting guys on campus uh, to come and take a look-see on an unofficial basis. And how, talk about the recruiting for July. How did you divide up the geography? Did all y'all focus on one, two tournaments? Did everybody spread out? How did that work? Well, the good thing about the month of July, kids from come from all over, uh, from coast to coast. So you don't really have to go all over the place. A lot of it's just centralized in their top-tier tournaments that are right here in the uh, Texas area, uh, be it here in Houston or the Dallas area. And uh, 
we're able to attend those and uh, uh, able to see a lot of kids uh, with the number of teams that were really involved in. So uh, one, we had a list of young men, one that we wanted to um, uh, really see. And then we were able to get a lot, a lot of new names uh, because of the number of guys that were out there uh, playing. So we certainly uh, have expanded our recruiting uh, logs and, and everything else of young men that we need to try to attract, uh, continue to stay in touch with and trying to move a program forward. And these are just basically high school kids, but we're able to see some junior college kids as well. Uh, because of the formats they have out there with the uh, junior college tournaments going on at the same time. Is your roster for the upcoming season finalized? you still have pieces to fill? No, I, I, we have uh, 13 guys on scholarship uh, right now, and uh, we're excited about that. But at the same time, we're looking to maybe add a couple of additional guys. We'll have uh, tryouts uh, in the first of uh, – October and uh, we've had a lot of people that have shown a great deal of interest of being a part of the program and uh, so we'll have tryouts early October prior to getting started with a regular season uh, practices and hopefully adding a couple more pieces uh, to what we're doing. We'll complete our team with 13 guys on scholarship. We can get maybe two to three more guys which give us 15 to 16 which will give us uh, three complete teams so when we're uh, either running uh, scout teams, we'll have somebody to really want to work against as well. And then I think we put ourselves in position uh, to make sure that doing practice that we're not overworking guys, that we've got other guys in there that can get in some reps and stuff as well, and then uh, to try and prevent injury uh, as well. What was the reaction when you walked into those gyms with TSU on your, on your shirt, on your chest? Well, you know, uh, from being around and have done this for some 30-plus years um, and uh, serving in the capacity of a head coach here and being in Houston and having a great deal of relationships with a lot of people around Houston and then coaches from around the country, obviously, being back in that role, uh, certain people obviously uh, showed some excitement uh, to know that, hey, you're back in the role, obviously, as a head coach and uh, that's certainly uh, something they were excited about, and we were as well. Uh, you're walking through the gym, and you're seeing uh, certain people out there, and they look and, and looking to send that logo, which I like to call the badge. Uh, and uh, they were able to honor that. And uh, so uh, it created some excitement and some buzz around, and uh, we were certainly excited about that. When you were applying or thinking about it, even applying for the job, mm-hmm. did anyone ask you, or how to deter you from taking the job? Oh, absolutely. And um, a lot of people, for the wrong reason, some of them may have been trying to get the job. So you never know. But the good thing is I have developed a relationship with Coach Mike Davis over the years, a long time ago. I was familiar with Honey Harvey, obviously, when he was here. And I brought my North Texas team here to play, and we played home and homes. Coach Davis has brought his team to LSU uh, when I was the head coach there, but uh, there were some distractors out there and, and people trying to ask me why, you know, uh, Texas other than I asked them why not. And they couldn't really, you know, obviously give me any concrete information into why not because of the fact that I was able to load them with a bevy of information that I felt that I had was privy to that uh, this program have a great opportunity to be successful uh, because it's been done before. I think Coach Davis has done a tremendous job of winning and getting to the NSA tournament, being able to recruit 
you're then able to have an opportunity to get on the inside and seeing the administration uh, working uh, extremely hard, not only for basketball, but for all the sports and the way that they've been able to interact and the interaction of all the other head coaches uh, in the other sports. Uh, people are all pulling for each other and really pushing the same way. And I saw some of that from the outside. And it really uh, had an opportunity to really grow uh, since I've really been on the inside. But yes, indeed, there are certainly some distractors out there, people trying to figure out, you know, why would you obviously uh, be going to a, a Texas Southern? But uh, that just let me know uh, the little that they did know about a program that sits in a tremendous city that's run by a great administration from the president on down and uh, uh, with a great deal of support. At your introductory press conference, you mentioned that uh, your non-conference scheduling will be a little different than Coach Davis and that you'll mm-hmm. have some home games. Are there any other differences between your coaching style, philosophy, and Coach Davis? Um, coaching style, uh, I think both of us are excited about having a chance to win. Uh, he's proven uh, that he, he's been able to win at a certain level, and I've been blessed and very fortunate uh, to do that as well. So winning, I think, is the big thing in terms of our philosophy. But uh, we're both man-to-man uh, defensive-type teams. Both of us, we're going to play uh, up-tempo uh, style basketball as well. So uh, there'll be a lot of similarities uh, in that aspect. One of the things we will try to do is create opportunities to get uh, home games. And we've gotten off to a pretty good start with that. We'll play a couple of home games uh, this year. And then we've gotten the opportunity to sign some contracts with some other teams that we may have to go on the road this year. But they'll be returning games to us next year, which will give our fan base an opportunity to come out and see us prior to uh, conference play start. And I think that's important uh, when you're trying to build that that base and them send us early and, and, and have an opportunity to communicate with them as well. Uh, and I think that's a growing thing, uh, something that we have to do and be able to maintain. And hopefully as uh, these years go by, that we'll continue to build on that and get more home games and get a really good balance in our schedule. Have you... How much will you at all, will you be at, busy around campus, active going to student groups and things like that to invite them to uh, come to games? Well, we've certainly got to create the environment, and we can't expect them to come to us. We will go out and reach out to them. I'm looking forward to school getting started on the 27th and uh, being out there on the Tiger Walk and, and having an opportunity to uh, uh, mingle and uh, be a part of our student body and uh, making sure that they understand the importance of, of what we're doing here. And uh, our deal is here to be able to represent them. You know, me as a basketball coach, I'm a servant, a really to our team, to our community, uh, to our university, and these students uh, that are here. And we want to make sure that we're able to put a great team, uh, not necessarily just a product, out there on the floor that they can really be excited about and, and something they want to really come and cheer for. We want our student athletes to be able to connect with our student body uh, as well and let them know that they're wanted, that they're needed, uh, and that the reason that they're going to be playing so hard out there on the floor is because they represent them and they certainly need their support. Of the 13 young men on the roster, how many of them 
or, or coming back were from teams last last year's team. Well, we too, we've got several guys that are, that are back from last year. We've actually signed a couple of new guys, but uh, some of the key guys that we're really excited about is um, you know Trayvon Reed, uh, who's seven foot one, seven foot two, a tremendous player, shot blocker, finisher around the rim. And really rebound the basketball and certainly present a great uh, presence uh, inside uh, for us. And uh, so um, when you've got guys in the center point like that, I think that that means a lot. We've uh, lost some key pieces uh, from last year's team, but they had a couple of guys that were sitting out uh, last year that I think that uh, are going to have an opportunity uh, uh, to transition in and uh, be able to help us. We've had a couple of uh, uh, transfers, uh, guys that I think will be really good, and Jalen Patterson, who's transferring in from LSU, fifth-year guy can play. Point guard Jeremy Combs is going to be a fifth-year guy transferring in as well. 6'8", another power forward center. Uh, Eden Ewan transferred uh, last year uh, from Purdue and is going to have to sit maybe until Christmas time, uh, but he's going to make a really good impact. Uh, on our team, so uh, there are a number of guys that are returning. You think you uh, look at uh, Kanan McClellan from last year, who played some positive minutes or whatever for the team. Rob Lewis will be returning uh, again next year. PJ will be back. Uh, a tremendous score, great open floor player. So we've got numerous guys that we're excited about the opportunity to hit the floor with that we think our fan base have a reason uh, to really be excited about. What are your expectations for the team this year? Well, one of the big things I'm, I'm not real big on is, uh, one, putting a number on obviously how many games we're going to win, but I certainly uh, have high expectations of how hard our team will play night in and night out and how passionate our guys will be about it and the pride that they will play with every time they step across the line uh, because they're representing a great university and institution and a great deal of alums out there that's looking forward to supporting them. So uh, we're going to be uh, one of the hardest playing teams in college basketball. And the big thing is we've got to work our butts off that we can execute at a high level uh, night in and night out. And I think once these guys get to understand the system uh, that we will implement and the way that we will play night in and night out and what the expectations are, the better they will be. And uh, so it's something that uh, – we look forward to teaching. It ain't going to happen. It won't happen overnight. Uh, we certainly understand that, but we think that we have a good core, guys, that will buy into what we're trying to do and what we're trying to accomplish, and they will have their vision uh, in, in what we need to get done to make sure that we're hopeful at the end of the year is where we need to be, and that's uh, playing postseason play. In your years of coaching, how has the style of basketball changed? Well, you know, style has changed a lot, you know, with especially even new rules. Um, you you play up tempo, the shot clock has changed. They've put the um, uh, what the uh, uh, block charge line in uh, there at the basket. They've extended the three point line. Uh, now the officials don't allow um, as much um, hand contact on dribbles uh, because they want more uh, scoring in, in games and then the uh, verticality rules. So there are a lot of little things uh, that has transpired in which you have an opportunity to play. And uh, so uh, a lot of things have advanced to people playing 
more of a up-tempo or NBA-style open floor, uh, sprinter-screen type action, a lot of motion uh, in, in, in playing quick uh, hitters and those things. And those things that we're excited about defensively, uh, teams have continued to be aggressive in terms of extending their defense, uh, trying to create some easy scoring opportunities uh, because of their defense and creating turnovers. Uh, so there's a lot that have changed, uh, but a lot has also remained the same. But I think those changes have been for the good of college basketball, trying to create more fan support uh, because of the way you play in high scoring in games. Will you will this year's team shoot a lot of threes? Oh, absolutely. Uh, we're going to wear a... Um, optimistic type basketball team and we're going to uh, take advantage of the opportunities uh, to present itself. We're going to play extremely fast. We're going to try to get to the rim, score as quick as possible. And that's that highest percentage shot that we can take. But we've got some great shooters on this team and we'll certainly play inside out. And if we can get in the gaps, force help, get guys spotting up to that three-point line, we'll take those shots. And we'll take them at a high volume and uh, but we will work uh, extremely hard in practice on our shooting, uh, then try to be perfectionist in uh, making sure that we can shoot a high percentage uh, in that volume and uh, knocking down being a really good three-point shooting team certainly take you a long way. Two more things. Is there one thing you'd like to see changed, modified, attitude, college basketball? Uh, the only big thing, I think, is they still have the five-second count, you know, on, on hell ball. I think uh, with the 30-second clock, you can just take all that out. And uh, you don't have officials. Don't have They'll have one less thing to uh, worry about. Uh, and the closely guarded rule when the ball is being held, as long as you're dribbling it, there's no issue, there's no count or whatever anymore, but the ball held. But I think with 30 seconds on the clock, it just they've got to get rid of it, shoot it or whatever in that time span. And that's not in the NBA, and it's 24-second clock. So if there's one little nugget or one little uh, rule change, I just like to say that they can implement, continue to improve it would be that. And lastly, just invite fans to come see the team play this year? Well, I'm looking forward uh, to our fan base coming out and uh, supporting this basketball team. We're certainly going to reach out in every avenue. We're going to get out in the community, uh, making sure that we're at certain venues or places and uh, as a team. Uh, And and we're going to be seen, we'll be very supportive of our other sports uh, here on campus. We were just out at football practice yesterday, uh, watching a football team practice and uh, uh, and we're going to be engaged. And uh, the big thing is we want our uh, fans to know that we're here for them. And uh, we're going to do everything that we can to be able to capture them on our game night. And especially during conference play on a Saturday, we want to make sure that we're on their schedule. On a Sunday, I mean on a Monday evening, we want to make sure that it's the thing to do to be at our basketball game that night and at the time that we're going to throw it up. Because one, we're going to play our butt off, but they can be that extra uh, person that's out there or that that uh, whatever you want to call them, uh, uh, that six man uh, actually on the floor because they're in their action at the game. Uh, then we come out, they give us that extra juice, that extra push that we need to push through in, in, in playing. And uh, the more fans, the more support, uh, the more interaction that we have with them, obviously the harder our kids will have an opportunity to play uh, in trying to win games. Thank you very much. TSU's head coach, Johnny Jones. Appreciate it, coach. Thanks. I appreciate it. Thank you.